And Straight when you up. told me about it, the joy in your voice while you're like, <laughs> I ruined these people's day. It was pure joy. <laughs> you're right. You're right. So it was a game made for me. And I feel like I'm going into a 10 out of 10 in a game that wasn't necessarily made for me, but I can adapt and get better. Hello and welcome. My name is Alex Gonzalez. And with me today is my good old friend, Jakey. Hey, that's me. And please remember that we are not game devs. How are you doing today, Jay? Did you hear me there? Or did I cut out? Or did you just No, I did a pregnant pause? pause. Got it. Got it. Well, I never know now. I'm like, can you hear me or not? <laughs> How are you doing, though? I think um, as of right now, when we're recording this, because I thought it was just weird. Jay's tired. I'm tired. There's a war going on, which... It doesn't make anybody feel good, I think. I think. So. But uh, we're going to play. We're going to talk about some video games. I just wanted to acknowledge that this is the state of where everything's at. Yeah. It's fucked up. Fucked up shit in the world. And Elden Ring comes out tonight. That's also. That's just. That's that's where it's at. So That's where escapism comes in. Video games. So massive. Oh, <laughs> I we- think. We didn't even talk about PSVR 2. How fucking great does that thing look? I'm so excited, man. I've never That's, been so excited for this thing. I rely so heavily on um, escapism that uh, when people are like, but what if you did get trapped in an MMO? And I'm like, great. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. I'm like, the atrophy is going to suck. But uh, we'll figure it out. I mean, hopefully you put me in a place that stimulates my muscles. I'm going to be that guy in the in the SAO.hack universe that's just just selling shit <laughs> like I'm, I'm just trying to make a living in this world. I'm like, I accepted it. I'm here. This is my life. I live here now. I'm going to make money. But those are not the circumstances we are talking about today. We are creating something new. Every week, we are not game devs. We create a new, exciting video game idea that we have always wanted to play, but not have the knowledge or know-how to create the wonderful experience that are video games. And today is my turn to present We Are Not Game Devs, 194th IP. And let's begin with this basic concept. I want this to be a turn-based RPG or an RPG. It's, it's going to be an RPG no matter what. I got the inspiration for this game off of a chart that I saw someone post up. Um, credit to whoever that is. That's not how credits work, huh? Um, mm-hmm. In regards to Inside Out. And what they were doing was they were like, okay, when Inside Out was happening, the movie about emotions, about this kid who moves to San Francisco, hates it, used to be a soccer player, no, 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 has these emotions, joy, sadness, anger, and what's the third one? It's green, envy. And fear. I don't remember. I watched it once in movie theaters when it came out years okay. ago. So. I remember with the these movie, car- though. They had a weird moment. Like half the movie, they were in like a weird wonderland with with like a fucking elephant. Or which something. I thought was which I thought was going to be uh, the uh, villain, but it turned out not to be. Yeah. Um, that was a weird movie. So in this chart, they said like joy with joy. 
it, like happiness or joy with happiness is something like like ecstasy or whatever. And then they said when joy was with sadness, that became melancholy. What I wanted to do was create a game in which there are a bunch of different emotions that not only do you feel, but it affects the magic and spells that you cast so that if you are joyous and your character is joyous, the spells will appear different when casting a fireball than if you're in a melancholic state and different if you're horrified or if you're disgusted. What's up? I like this combat mechanic. I don't know if you have anything further than this combat mechanic. Do you? That's basically it. And then I, I don't know how we're going to work out um, how the character transitions. Cool. Cool. But I want it to affect just about almost everything from like combat to how it, the how the character casts the spells to what the spells look like to even dialogue options. So there'll be like a buff. It's not necessarily a debuff, but it's it's something in yeah, there. So like yeah. if your character's depressed, you're getting fucking depressed dialogue options yeah, yeah. that you're going with. I dig this idea. This is great. I love it. This is the premise of how the game works, if you allow. Heavily D&D inspired story. You are a character maybe we'll allow you to choose no you'll be the human maybe we could let you choose your class right um yeah and maybe you could change your class throughout or whatever like you you're like the all-arounder and you could choose like between four different classes and have like different whatever you know what i mean um mm-hmm. anyway the story is you're in this party um and you have to get from point a to point b because of some like Vox Machina shit where you're like a party that has gotten together. You kind of all are kind of friends, but kind of don't get along. You're kind of getting to know each other, uh, but stumble upon an epic quest that you have to go and do. Right. And I, and that's what I think is really cool is, yeah, you have to do the epic quest and the side quest, but it always kind of perturbed me. And I mean, Pokemon's one of the worst offenders here, but like there's certain things where even in Skyrim, you'll find like an orphanage where this lady who's supposed to be taking care of them is a Hargraven and actually killing the children. And after that's done, you're like, well, I just saw a lot of children get killed there. And then I had to kill the the mistress. And I don't know what's going to happen to the children from there. Yeah. Moving on. And there's no like impact. Right. So I want there to be some sort of impact to these quests. Yeah. It's going to be kind of like Oregon trail. You know what I mean? Where if Mm -hmm. you stumble upon uh snakes oil salesman on the side of the road and you help him out and he gives you elixir you take the elixir it makes you sick that's gonna affect the rest of your trail right yeah um but also in addition to like side quests that can fuck you up mentally i also like the idea because you know persona and final fantasy 15 and shit of you building a relationship, having cutscenes with the other people in your party, and also like the decisions you make when you get to different towns and stuff, all those conversations will affect your emotions and the dialogue options you choose will affect your emotions, you know what I mean? And give you the different yeah. status effects. And then um when it's gonna be kind of tech like text adventure like where at certain points of the game we would give the player like options like do you want to go 
to the tavern or the blacksmith because like this and, person wants to go to the tavern in your party, but this person wants to go to the blacksmith in your party. Right. And I think this game is going to be interesting in the sense that like if you're a player like yourself, Jay, where you want to talk to everybody, you're never really going to settle on how you want your character to be because your character is never going to be just happy or just angry or just sad or um, disgusted or um, fearful because as you talk to different NPCs, they're going to kind of pull you through this. Whereas maybe you were happy and then you run into an old friend of yours from childhood who isn't doing well. And then you find out that they're in debt and then that they actually steal from you. And then you become melancholic. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think there's going to be guides written here where they're going to be like you, this character here, just ignore this whole quest because it's tragic and it's going to bring the whole party down. And it takes several hours to get out of that. Yeah. Not just that, but I don't even think it's going to be possible to talk to everyone in your party and get the full friendship level up. Uh, if you right. choose to try to balance it all out, I think you just won't ever get to know your entire party that well. And maybe we could even have different endings and different dialogue in the end game, mid end game, where it's like, if you didn't know your party that well, this happens. If you're really good with your party, this happens. If you're not on good terms with your party, this happens type of thing. You know what I mean? Um, and I could see it kind of being like, you know, like Danganronpa, you know what I mean? Where you just have this limited time to build friendship with these specific people because in Danganronpa, it's because they get killed. But in this, it could be for any reasons. They get killed. They change sides. They... Yeah, if if they become envious or too jealous or start to have hatred of you, they'll probably, they're just going to end up leaving after a certain metric gets hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Or you're going to have to kill them. Yes, that as well. All possible outcomes. And I think, you know, there's going to be a lot of branching paths and um, multiple ways that things can go. And there will be like written and I feel like probably fully voice acted everything for all of these so it's just going to be this huge multi-branched path game yeah and i think for that reason instead of it making like four classes i think there should just be one character who has a bunch of different trees almost similar to cyberpunk where it's like if you want to invest in magic here's a couple different ways that magic works out for you by putting these points in if you want to invest in being um dexterous you can be dexterous and sneaky or you can be dexterous and strong yeah and this is how it works out so, just so leave i it think open for you to build whatever you want essentially yeah so if you want to wield an axe and shoot fireballs you can do that and i think the way like you know it'll work is <clears throat> different classes will have i think the emotions will benefit them better but that doesn't mean that it'll change different things so for instance with an axe if you have anger it'll turn into rage if you're sad and depressed it'll turn into revenge and this is how different skills will slowly morph where you're like oh okay instead of being enraged they're vengeful so it's a vengeful strike instead of a rageful strike and then it mm -hmm. has different effects that way totally i can feel that 
So uh, like a rageful strike, maybe we'll do um, stun damage because you're hitting harder. Whereas a vengeful strike will inflict bleeding because your character wants to see pain. Yeah. Um, that sounds kind of fucked up, but it's just the way I'm thinking about about it going. Um, I could see it being that way too with magic, where if you're about to cast a fireball and you're and you have your fire hands going, when you're angry, there's going to be fire dripping off of your fireballs onto the floor because you just have unstable magic. And maybe when you cast it, it explodes. Whereas maybe if you're fearful, it instead gets shot into like a beam or like it's more widespread and uncontrollable. Definitely. I like all of those ideas. Uh, I mean, this shaping up to a game, I like a mechanic I wish existed. Like, I think this is a good idea for any RPG, really. Right. You know I think I mean? this is something that people should steal. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 100%. I like it. Um, do you think it would be worth having? So I want the party to be four people, but do you think it will be like Final Fantasy seven or like, I guess just any Final Fantasy game where there's actually like eight, seven, eight characters, but you interchange to who you want and stuff like that. I think, yeah, we should do something like that just that way when, you have the gap to lose a couple characters where that might happen on a first playthrough, you know, and you can still pick some up along the way if you so oh, choose. So you want like it to be a like a uh, anyone, any of your party members could die like Fire Emblem permadeath. Yeah, or get like angered or whatever, and then you can replace some of them because I, I don't want it to be something where they stick with you forever because that's going to break immersion where you're like, this dude just fucking hates me and he's still here and I don't know why. Like he he talks mad shit and well, I can't do nothing it about so, it. We could have it so like all the party members have their own thing. You know what I mean? Like how. Yeah. Have you watched Fox Machina? No. Oh, OK. Well, there's like two people that are twins and then there's like one bard that's just friends with everybody in the group or there's like this one other guy who's just like gets along with the youngest and he's kind of like a father figure and they all kind of have their own relationships going on with each other and so if there's someone that just hates you maybe they're dating someone in the group and the reason why they hate you is because you hit on that same person type of thing you know what i mean um oh yeah yeah I also could see that if you try to romance in this game, the feelings and who you try to romance, it'll like affect how they perform in battle. So like, let's say there's like a Gamora type, like a fierce warrior woman who can't really feel emotions. If you start romancing her and is successful, she'll like get worse in battle because like the emotions are like, bring right. her down type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be interesting to add that to the, to the mechanic too, on how they're going to be fighting. And, um, depending on the character, yeah, they could get worse. And then maybe your synergy attacks will get worse as well. Because I think with your romantic partner or someone that you have maxed out as well, you can start doing synergistic attacks with them. Mm -hmm. Or like even high friendship. That's what no. I'm saying. Yeah, like maxed out friendship if it gets that point, because once you spend enough time with somebody, you can kind of riff off of them or go that way. So that, that sounds totally fair and something yeah. to expect. 
and not to say that love will make everyone worse. Like some people would make them better depending on yeah. the person that it is, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I could see it where like a certain warrior now that they, uh, have love depending now they become fearful. So instead of them being able to be attacked, they're worried about what's going to happen because there's actual consequences because they used to be nihilistic and now they're not. Yeah. Whereas some, maybe it gives them something to fight for. Okay. So I think what's great about this is for the most part, depending on the dialogue choices, how it's going to flavor the dialogue and everything like that to make it easier for people to understand like kind of where we're going instead of making it subtext. I wonder if it would be better if we color coded the different emotions and it's going to be easy. Obviously red is rage, right? Red is anger. So you're going to progress further down the anger path. Blue is sorrow. So you're going to progress further down that yellow will be happiness and then the different combinations of the colors will yield the different things. So like happiness plus anger, what emotion is that? That'll yield orange. Vengeance, I guess. Yeah, sure. I guess so. Right. So then <clears throat> that'll be that, you know, it'll it'll go from there and you'll have different emotions kind of going that way. That way, when you see in the dialogue, oh, OK, all right. Like this, this um, font is this color, which means I can do this. Mm. I also think I don't know what your vision for how this game looks is. Um, I see it looking pretty good as you're talking to people and fighting, but I don't see with the way this gameplay is going. I could see it being a game where you can queue up attacks and it looks great, or you can sit there and pause and program each attack for each of your squad members. Okay. Interesting. Cause in my head, um, the battle system is very much like fire emblem where it's kind of isometric and grids. I'm cool with that too. I'm, I'm like very cool with that because that would allow for more dialogue to happen in battle too. Oh, that's true. So yeah. that way we could have major dialogue happen like, and emotions change. Like if there is death, if a mm. if a party member dies, that'll change everything. Where maybe you do have a shonen character who gets unleashed, but you have other characters that become just shocked. Yeah. Not just that, but I think it'd be cool if let's say there was a dialogue thing that happened right before that with someone that left unfinished. They'll try to continue talking about it mid-battle, and that could also change yeah. emotions. Um and I think we can take a big inspiration from anime there in yeah. terms of like in battle dialogue and stuff without it getting too campy. I also see how the main portion of the game working out is mostly menus of paths you could take, but we could take like an artistic route to it where it's like instead of choosing from a menu, you choose like 
has on the screen and it like zooms in and there's like yeah. no, nothing's like it's not a photo it's like a moving graphic of the environment and, and like all the characters you can see like kind of like Oregon Trail the remake I don't know you haven't played it probably but on Apple TV or a, Apple Arcade Plus Oregon Trail uh where everything's just moving and it's just like all the characters have like animations to them and stuff. Uh, the reason why I'm getting to how it looks is because in top on top of the colors on their like outline and all that stuff to display what emotion they are, I think we'll have animations that also show their emotion in their body language and like, yes, absolutely. Like yeah. So and I think on top question? of that, at the end of the chapter, you can also see what emotions your characters were in. I think they'd be cool to, to show it like in a branching path, like where it took and then what it looks like. Yeah, I like it. Like a uh, emotional chart that also mm -hmm. is by chapter and what happened, major events that happened as well. You could see that for each character if you wanted. Like each character, you could do like an in-depth bio, like in XCOM mm -hmm. or whatever, and you could look at everything that they've ever done, accomplished and all of that, like all their stats. Well... All right. And this way, I think by the end of the journey, you're going to not only like understand like where the characters come from, but you're going to you're going to see it, too. You're going to see these kinds of like how the characters really change and develop over time. Mm -hmm. The last thing I want to add is, of course, you know, characters will bounce back. It just uh, you just don't know what state they're going to be in at the end unless you really take care of them because there is a chance that you can keep a character happy the whole time if you know what they like and avoid literally everything else so there's also runs like that with music here i'm thinking it's going to be orchestral like small instrumental sounds and depending on what emotion you're in mostly that's going to feel it as well. Like drums for anger. Um, maybe a nice flute for happiness. Mm -hmm. You know, it'll it'll go like those routes. Yeah. And then there'll be um, different themes where these emotions are tied to instruments. And depending on what emotions are present in the battle, those instruments are going to be used to compose music. I do think it's going to be heavily... Uh fantasy sounding though the soundtrack because yes. i think it is a this fantasy is a, this world. is fantasy as hell yeah like high fantasy D D, basic D D or tolkien type fantasy mm -hmm. um we could also you know have our own lore of course i don't know what it would be uh but i like the idea of this being a basic tolkien D D type fantasy universe you know like all the classic shit we'll have mimics we'll yeah have it, it's stuff. just yeah, there's just you're not going to have the levity. It's going to be weighted for sure. And pricing, this is fucking full pop, baby. Yeah. Like we're going in. This is this is complicated. There's a lot of writing. There's a lot of mechanics. It's a lot of balancing. You're, you're paying for all of this. This isn't this isn't going to be easy to put together at all. Yes, sir. Full pop. All right, Jay, we got to get this timer out because we're going to name this game. Go. You ready? I'm ready. The scars we cannot see. 
I don't know. I, 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 that's too anime-ish. I was like, that's a long title for a video game. Too. Yeah. Unseen Scars. Like, imagine the scars we cannot see. Two. The scars <laughs> we cannot see. Again. <laughs> right, right, right. The next scar you cannot see. Four. <laughs> uh, let's call it... Um, let's call it this is a cheesy ass name let's call it on your sleeve that's way too cheesy I feel like that's a visual novel you know <laughs> all of a okay, sudden how it's about made this? by Game Freak <laughs> the adventure's toll like what the toll that you pay to oh, be an adventurer sure let's do that adventure's toll adventurer's toll adventurer's toll 58 seconds alright adventure's toll is a high fantasy RPG where you play as a character that can be really anybody and you form a party. And during these missions, your character as well as your party can be affected emotionally by the different events that you experience in the world. From joy to sadness to disgust to abject horror to melancholy, you'll experience it all and it will affect not only your mood, your dialogue options, but the very spells and way you cast and use weapons in the adventurer's toll. All right. So I think we have a game here, Jay. What do you think? Would this be a game that you'd want to play? And is it fun? Hell yeah, dude. Every RPG take this mechanic from us, please. This is great. It would be like detective mode from Arkham Asylum where now it's like just a thing. This is the best thing since uh, the nemesis system that no one utilized. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think this would be really, really, really awesome. This would definitely have an M for Mature just slapped on. Like, this is not a kid's game. This has a lot of nuance. But it'd be a great game to play where, like, like your partner comes in and they're like, are, are you are you crying? And you're like, it's it's just a lot, you know? There's a lot going on here. And uh, I don't know what they're doing, but I, I got to continue on. All right. Now that we have a complete game, what game studio would you assign to be able to make the adventurers toll the best? It has to be all the greats. I mean, this this could be Bioware. This could be Blizzard. This could be Bethesda. Um, this could even be Atlas. You know, this could this mm-hmm. could be a super, Atlas would do a good giant, job. You know, like yeah. give it to the super Hades would do great. team. Um, you have to have those people who can. Put it all together, yeah, so to Square say. Like, Enix. This is, mm-hmm. It can't just be one thing. You gotta, you gotta really put this mechanic in, and really do it. And you know what? Square Enix did hit it with Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah. Super you know, Giant you know does what? hit it. Fuck it, Bungie. Next IP. Do Jesus this. Christ! <laughs> if this were a, if this were a PS five exclusive, I'd be like, you know what? Whole, you know, we don't. It's far and few and in between, but man, when we get them, we get them. Can you imagine Bungie's like, so yeah, we're good at guns. Fuck that. We're going to go turn-based RPG. <laughs> but even then, they could still use guns not and make it work that uh, uh, what, what is this? Isometric turn strategy. Yeah. And people are like, holy shit, this is not Halo Wars. No. <laughs> 
I th- I mean, you named all the ones that I would name. I don't think I have any yeah, other I ones. I mean, it has to be one of the greatest developers of all time. I yeah, think. because and the only reason I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like if we were to give it to someone like Hideo Kojima, he would oversell it or it would end up people would be confused as to what it actually is. Not just that, but I just don't think you'll ever get to the ending, really. Like, yeah, and understand true. what just happened. And But those trailers would be sick. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, our 194th IP has gone gold. We hope you look forward to this experience that will probably never release. You can write to appoundgames at gmail.com if you have anything to patch into the game we created today. Also, give us feedback. We're still learning how to make this show better, and your feedback really helps. We have a Patreon. If you'd like to back our ideas, please head over to patreon.com slash wearenotgamedevs. Patrons receive episodes two days early and an extra podcast at the beginning, which you caught the tail end of our conversation at the beginning of this episode. That's patreon.com slash wearenotgamedevs. If you liked our show, why not subscribe? And give us all the stars on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, Spotify, YouTube, and more. And if they ask for a review, instead of reviewing our show, become your inner game critic and review The Adventures Toll, the video game we just created. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be back next Friday with another new IP. Again, my name is AG. And I'm J.E. Thank you, and please remember that we are not game devs. The twist at the end. This is what happens. You know how in all the, we have seven, six other party members in a party of seven. There's going to be one dude that is not, if not slightly, mostly left out. You just never pick that one person. In the end game, that one person leaves the party and betrays you. And depending on how big the difference is, the bigger the betrayal. So if you just ignored one person, just never used them, that dude fucks you over. And the game gets significantly hardcore. harder. And then if you like just barely ignore what him I like to or her is I w- and if it's a game made by me and everything, and it's like an Alex ass game, third act to fourth act, there's a time skip. And in that third act, you're left fucked up by that main villain now. And there's somebody who lost an eye. Your main character doesn't have an arm. Like <laughs> there's significant damage done to everybody here. It's, it's that one like, character who had beautiful long hair. Now it's shaved off. Yeah, it'll be the it'll be the end of season two of Ted Lasso. You know what I mean? Just like what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, damn. Okay. Great. And uh, my original path for this game was I did the inside out emotions. And at first I wanted to create a children's game about them trying to do the emotions. And I thought about making a game where there's like a super saiyan aura around the character. And then I finally arrived at this idea after chewing on it for a while.